Coming up later in the show, uh, Jody's going to be gone for two days and why she won't be missing me in those two days. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> Mark, well, it is a girl's trip. Yeah, it's a girl's trip. I don't think you'll be missing him. Uh, Sam's and- got music mu- news coming up uh, later, and, and apparently I'm also not the only one who still has his weebles. <laughs> That's right. Go to our Facebook page. All right, we're doing all that today. Um, first, I want to take you guys to Windsor Castle. You know, this is where the queen lives now. She yeah. moved into Windsor Castle. I don't know where she was living before. I get confused of all those estates and houses and castles. She wasn't in Buckingham Palace? Oh, yeah, that's Buckingham right. is the main palace. Should have asked Sam. He knows. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I, I can't figure all that out. I've never been and seen it all. I get confused with the names. But anyhow, she's moved into Windsor Castle as she's older. Downsizing. Yeah. There's an escape hatch. That is so cool to me. There's a trap door hidden under a carpet in one of her offices. And it was built for the fact that royalty lives there. And if something ever happens and they need to get out, it's a safe place for them to get under and get out. Where does it go? I'm not, I don't have that information. (laughs) Well, obviously somebody knew where it starts. Somebody's bound to know where it ends. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Oh my gosh! My one of my dreams is to live in an old house and be living there, and then find something like that. Well, you know? most, aren't and I know it's just movies, but don't a lot of castles have secret passageways? I think and so. Stuff? I they think pro- it's right. probably if you they think about to. it. Back then, there was no technology; there wasn't a security system. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But so yeah, you didn't have a choice if if you needed to get out at the last minute, you had to. So maybe every cool. place had, you know, maybe yeah. it was sort of like the hidden bookshelf. That yeah. Really was a, or the oh spinning fireplace. It's yeah. some. It's one of those things that fascinates you as a kid mm-hmm. and you think that maybe it really exists, but it still fascinates me as an adult. I can remember I was so good at hide and seek. I was so good at it. I used to think, man, if, if our house ever gets broken into and I have to hide, I, I would do a really good job. And of course, that's not true because I'd be shaking like a leaf. Now, isn't yeah. the queen like 90 something? Oh, yeah. She's. So they're going to have to. How would they get her? I don't know. She's. Spry? She's pretty substantial. No, what I'm saying is that no matter her age, she knows about that door. She grew up yeah. with all this. She knows about it. And if she, she has to use it, I'm sure she will. She probably won't have to use it. I just thought that was cool. We now know that she has an escape hatch. Hmm. If you Charles know. comes over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, coming up next, though, Katie wants to jump in about that parent, single parent only dating app. So, for those of you who have asked and sent us messages, the new match.com dating app for single parents only we mentioned this week is called stir and um they're releasing it it's for single parents only because sometimes those schedules are hard to work out why do you think yeah. it's called stir i uh, stirring it up i don't know mm. um so 877-310-4msj to join us anytime hi katie hey uh, i just wanted to say that you know as a single parent myself mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. when i was very young the my biggest concern as a single parent and dating was you know, parents tend to be like, single parents tend to be easier targets. Mm-hmm. And with a dating app like that, I would, I myself would be more afraid of possibly somebody like a predator. Or Targeting something. your kids. Um, right. Yes. And I feel like that's, that's any parent's concern, whether you're a single parent or not. Mm-hmm. As a single parent, you feel like an even bigger target. Right. As while while I was younger as a single parent, I was on dating apps and that was like, it was, that was not information that I gave out. Um, I actually Smart. ended up meeting my husband, my current husband, while, while at a job that I worked at. So mm-hmm. I met him in person and knew him that way. But mm-hmm. I think that 
makes it even more scarier and even more of a target. Right. I, you know, I thought of that when I read it because I thought it's guaranteed that you know these people have children because they're single parents. Yeah. That's true for any dating situation. You've got to be careful. Oh, and that's why so often people don't introduce kids right away, which is so smart. Definitely not drag smart. them in and out early of something. Right. Absolutely. Thank you, Katie. I didn't mention that when we were talking about it, but it is something I thought of. Mm-hmm. It's a guaranteed they, hey. And they had to have thought about that. There are bound to be some security measures. Of course. They probably, like, I mean, your background checks. Or, you know. I know when I did match, they had a among, they're one of the ones with the big questionnaires to figure out who you are and what your interests are and likes and dislikes and all right. that. So they I'm run sure background checks and stuff like that. I don't think Not they nothing. ran a background check, yeah. but they, no. they do ask a lot of questions. It is something I thought. I'm glad that you brought it up, Katie, because it is something to be aware of. Um, but that's something to be aware of being a parent in this world. Period. It's an unfortunate thing that you have to be aware of, yes. It is, and it 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 takes over sometimes. So if you're not comfortable being on that app, you will know it mm-hmm. in your heart, and you won't get yeah. on it. And there are plenty of other places for you to do it. It's the same reason we've always been careful about the kids being on their own phones, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. One of the biggest books to come out in the last couple of years. I started reading it. I couldn't put it down. Reese Witherspoon had the same problem, and women and men everywhere read it. It's called Where the Crawdads Sing. It's a debut novel from an author named Delia Taylor, and uh, I couldn't put it down. And there's even there's a mystery, and there's all this beautifulness, and it's about a girl who lives in the marsh, mm-hmm. literally, and it's some, some definite tragedy in her life. And there's a twist. There's some twists. Anyway, Reese Witherspoon made the movie. We knew she was making it. And I thought, oh, gosh, this is going to be a big one. And now we have the trailer. I have, like you, heard the tall tales told about the Marsh girl. An abandoned child. I had a family once. They called me Kaya. A little girl surviving in the marsh on her own. Reviled. And we'll say this when you love a book that makes the movie even more difficult for audiences because mm-hmm. she is the, the person that they chose to play uh, Kaya, which is an important per- person. Her name is Daisy Edgar Jones. She's not what I had in my head for this character. However, the trailer looks so good. Yeah. So guess when we're getting it. In the summer, July at the box office. That feels quick for a book that was literally just in my hands less than a year ago. Coming up next. I'll let you know about the bad habit that cost me dearly a pretty penny the other day. <laughs> Got another Murphy, Sam and Jody after the show podcast. We're always having a little more fun after the show and we'd love to be a, we'd love for you to be a part of it. It's free to subscribe to. Easy question here. When you take Sam to a gala, what's his weakness? Oh, uh, oh, bidding. oh, bidding on auction items. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you and, think it's a competition. And it, and it happened uh, over the weekend. Maddie and Parker, my twins. Oh, yes. Their school had their big annual gala. Nice. And, you know, I wasn't going, so no biggie, but I got the... Why know, didn't the te- you go? Just couldn't couldn't get make yeah, it? Okay. I, I had the text invite to sign up for, what is it, Bid Pal? Yeah. You know, oh, thing yeah. That I love it. The, yeah. Okay. And I was like, hmm... Okay, let me see. And sure enough, I could bid from the sofa. Oh, my gosh. And Do you have new art? No, 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 no. In fact, everything that they had was nothing that I was really interested in. There was one wine and cheese package, you know, mm. that looked really cool. but Nice. Didn't, you don't drink wine. You know, I was going to give it away, but I really wanted yeah. the cheese plate, and that was a $100 cheese gift certificate. Wowza. And, oh, that's a lot of cheese. Boy, that is a lot of cheese. <laughs> 
But Maddie told me, Maddie said that she wanted, one of the things up for auction was a reserved parking spot for a senior next year. Oh, wow. And she really wanted that because she didn't want to have to park on the street or, you know, whenever you come, you get the next parking spot. Sure. So she could show up whenever and have a parking spot. That's cool, a great yeah. thing to auction Parker off. wanted first in lunch line. <laughs> and your kids know where it's at. Right? That's hysterical. Yeah. It's all about convenience. It's- so, needless to say, I was able to get Maddie's. Good. God, oh, yeah. Awesome. Parker's, they had to divide it up into quarters, you know, first in line in the first quarter and the second. And I never could. Somebody was outbidding me right at the. It was that la- that trick, you know, the last 10 seconds. Uh-huh. I'd, I'd hit go and go, ha, ha. Oh, somebody got me. It wasn't Parker's mother. You guys weren't doing that we to connect, each other. We connected because I did Thank think goodness. the old Murphy trick when he and I were bidding against each yeah, other. Yeah, and had no idea. You guys raised a lot of money yeah, for and, that. And I figured if I was going up against her mom, I'd, you know, I had no chance. Right. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, her mom and I, and it's like, hey, I got it. Great. And I shot them all a picture. And then, nice. so then it turns out Parker didn't want the lunch anymore. He wanted a reserved parking spot, too. So you did the same thing. So they had him. a second one up for grabs later on in the auction, and she got that for him. Very nice. Good wow. work. That's amazing how much it costs to uh, buy a reserved parking spot for a kid. Not buy. Donate. Right. Oh, it's yeah. It's a donation. That's how you have to oh, look at right, it. That's right. It is not buy. Yeah. Doesn't feel that way, does no. it? No. <laughs> it feels like flush. I want to share a little social media lesson that our kids um, have taught me. Okay. Um, and I do mean Taylor and Phoebe's teaching me based on, I want to, you know, I want to post everything about them. I want to share. I'm just a proud parent, just like every parent is. Mm-hmm. And we've grown up in this time where you can do that. You know, when your kids are little and you, you can share anything you want to about them. And people do yeah. share all kinds of things about their kids constantly. Well, growing up and our girls growing up, knowing that we do this show, you know, as they got older, I started to hear about, wait, please don't, you know, this is not for, you know, the show. I'm like, of course not, you know. And I was so thrilled earlier this week when Phoebe let me share that little bit of her performing, you know, singing and playing guitar live the other day. This she had a, she gave us approval. Despite being able to do that, she's also a little bit shy about it. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, but my question to them was like, you guys are always posting stuff. You're always on your phone doing all of this. Uh, of course, I ask their permission before I post anything. But so often I get, no, please don't. And that's, a, you know, so I finally just asked, I mean, you, you're, you're more, you know, in this world than even I am. So why? And Phoebe explained it really well, Murphy. What'd it she was, she, she's like, yes, I grew up with this. There's so much about me online already from school functions that I don't even know. You know, I'm accepting an award for art in fifth grade and there's a picture of it. And I didn't know it's on that website and this. And she's like, we, we already have so much of it. We would like control of some of it. And I thought that was really that's really a good thought and point. And Taylor mm. says the same. I feel like I share less of Taylor uh, than I do of Phoebe. Phoebe's our youngest. Mm-hmm. But I just I had never looked at it that way. You know? Yeah. You mean all the things because the school will post photos and other th- friends will yeah. post photos? She and- said there's already so much yeah. out beyond her control. Even if what you want to post is innocent and yes. bragging. She just likes to, and, and I do give them permission. I would never post 
anything of them without talking to them about it. You can think about that. When you were a teenager, if your parents were bragging on you in front of a group, it was embarrassing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is a whole other level. So I just liked the lesson from her on that. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, the musical biopic to end all biopics is now in the works. Sam's music news. There's a discussion in the works right now, early stages, about a new musical biopic. Okay. For one Miss okay. Dolly Parton. Here you come again. Wait. Yeah. What? What? Who? What? Wait. I think I read a bit, little bit of the headline that she knows that there would have to be more than one person playing her because you got to do young Dolly, middle of the road Dolly, and now Dolly, which yeah. they look the same. But. So you're thinking uh, what's her face from uh, um, Ozark would probably be a good for one no, stage? No, I do not think that. Oh. She mentioned Christian Chenoweth, did she not? Oh, I didn't see that, no. She She did. No, I don't. Kristen Chenoweth has too high of a voice. She threw that out. I mean, that's not Anyway, she said they. she started working on this one and talking about it back before the pandemic hit. Okay. Ooh. And they were really looking at doing a, a Broadway musical based on Dolly Parton. And she said during yeah. the pandemic, she started thinking about it more and more and thought, you know, this needs to be a biopic first. A film. So yeah. th- she said she is in the early stages. She has talked to people. She has talked to writers. And then... After that would be a. She still wants to do the Broadway thing, but she wants to do the. She can do everything. We want. I want her biopic, but I want her to be involved. Just as Madonna is involved in her own, Dolly needs to be on set every day. Dolly would probably make a cameo in it, just like she does in all the other movies about her life. She could play her mother. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Okay, moving on. You gave us the uh, trailer a little earlier, Jody, for Where the Crawdads Sing. Mm -hmm. And if you watch the whole trailer on YouTube, you'll notice there's singing throughout it, Mm -hmm. a haunting song called Carolina. It's Taylor Swift. It's a haunting story, so it's fitting. Mm-hmm. She said when she first read the book, she was a big fan, and when she found out that uh, Reese Witherspoon was making the movie, she had to be involved in it. Not wow. acting, but she wanted to be musically involved in it. Nice. So she wrote the song herself, the music and the words and everything. She got the guy that helped her produce uh, Folklore and Evermore, Yes. and they produced it, and then boom, here you go, And Reese. then brought it to Reese. Mm-hmm. Very cool. A lot so, of women involved in this film, the writing and all yeah. of that, because that's how so, her media company runs. Taylor Swift, Oscar. Could be. And uh, big news for Aerosmith fans. Yay! I know. They are coming back to Vegas. Uh, Last time they were there when their residency was back before COVID, but now they're coming back uh, starting in June all the way through December, like 25 shows for their 50th anniversary, the Vegas residency at the Dolby Live Theater. Go see them. Tickets on sale next Thursday. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, from our Facebook and Instagram, you're not the only one with weebles that wobble and don't fall down, Murph. <laughs> Love to hear from you, so give us a call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or hit us up online. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So we did an After the Show podcast the other day, and we talked about Murphy's discovery <laughs> at your parents' house. In their uh, storage room, a bag, a ripped up old bag filled with thousands of dollars. (laughs) (laughs) The Weebles, your Weebles camper, the Weebles family, and a couple Tonka trucks, right? Um, I don't don't know what I had was the first generation Weebles because this was the camping version. Mm -hmm. So they were dressed for the, you know, for the woods. It's such a cool camper because inside it's got like the turntable. It's so 70s. What most people had in a camper, right? I know. (laughs) 
I mean, I'm, I guess at some point it's possible that those were in campers, huh? I, I wouldn't have known. Swanky campers. Yeah. Glampers of the 70s. Um, anyway, what's so cute is that we, I mean, I don't know where, but we're definitely going to keep that. We can't get rid of that. The weevils oh, no, wobble and their campers and the, the whole family's there. It's cute. Well, there's another box of stuff that I need. I don't know that it has toys in it, but I still have things I'm actually, to go I've been hearing about Sarge, your G.I. Joe knockoff, since I met you. Because, oh, yeah. So I'm hoping Sarge is in there somewhere, just so I can see him. That's... See if Barbie would like him. <laughs> Well, Barbie did like him back in the day. Oh, yeah. You made sure of that, huh? Yeah, they actually would go camping together. <laughs> yeah, of course they with would. With the Weebles or without? With oh, Ken no, or the without? We- the Weebles were always there, you know. Was Ken there? Yeah, it was Ken, Sarge, and Barbie. Oh, wow. Everybody vying for her attention. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I'm must sorry. Have been a fun camping Becky trip. from our Facebook page. Everybody's <laughs> loving seeing the pictures of the Weebles. Um, and she sent us a picture of a G.I. Joe tank. It says, my husband's G.I. Joe tank. It still works. Our seven-year-old plays with it now. Mm. Look on our Facebook page. There's a picture of that, that tank. That's so cool. Valerie says, I have my dad's Tonka vehicles. I have a wooden Snoopy pull-along. Oh, yeah. I have a Weebles treehouse. We should invite her over to play. Oh, I forgot. I remember seeing the Weebles Treehouse on TV. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's one of the things you didn't ever, ever get, but you wanted. Mm. Right. And then a pound puppy. I had a pound puppy, and I was like a teenager when I got one from like a boyfriend. One of my first boyfriends gave me a pound puppy. What's a pound puppy? A sweet little stuffed dog that came from the pound, you see, and you got to name it. Yeah, isn't that sweet? Anyway, so shout out for old toys. We love hearing from you. Keep it coming on Instagram or Facebook. Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Murphy, I'm excited to tell you this especially because yeah. you're a mad fan of what's going to happen here. Um, I, want, I want you both to picture the actor Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He was in some of the Batman movies. I know he was in Inception. Mm-hmm. Um, he's currently in, uh, in a Showtime series about the, Uber the founder of Uber. Founder, yeah. He's really talented, but he sort of kind of gets like... You look him up, you're going to see what happened to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He kind of yeah. gets lost in the mix. He's one of those I have to look his picture up every time you see his name. And I'm like, okay, yep, absolutely. He is signed on, has been tapped to play Johnny Carson in an upcoming series called King of Late Night. Sis Boomba. Sis Boomba. <laughs> Describe the sound made when a sheep explodes. <laughs> Somebody will have to play Ed, too. Yeah. Anyway, it's going to follow his life and his career, which is, to me, that's a long series. That's mm-hmm. several seasons or whatever. Yeah. Although limited series are usually like 10 episodes, 12 episodes. They're still shopping around. We don't know where it's going to land. Yeah. If I were one of those streaming services, I would be all over oh, this. Yeah. He, if yeah. you look at pictures of young Johnny next to Joseph Gordon-Levitt, they look similar. Mm-hmm. And you know he's a great actor. And I've read his autobiography. Well, I don't know if it was an autobiography. It was actually mm-hmm. written about him. And it's an interesting life story. I mean, really, he's a Midwest boy, went yeah. on the radio, did did magic, you know, and then eventually became the king of late night. And the yeah. online, night. I mean, sorry, the on-air persona that we all love so much, very much in conflict with what he wanted in his private life. Right. So that's what you're going to get in this series. We'll let you know where it's going to land when it lands. Coming up next. I won't see Jody all weekend long. It's, yeah. it's her girls' trip weekend. So what is she doing? I guess we'll have to find out next. Um, remember that I'll be packing a bag tonight, Murphy. Oh, finally got rid of her, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is your uh, girls' weekend. Right, well, yeah. t- I don't leave until Friday after the show. Okay. Obviously, I'm not jetting out tonight. Man, that would be nice. When are you coming back? Sunday night. This Sunday night? Yes, in okay. time for the Academy Awards. <laughs> You're going to be packing during the uh, Facebook Live? I'm, I'm going to try to go Facebook Live tonight, but yeah. yes, I'll be packing during the... That would be fun. 
<laughs> what? For me to pack my suitcase during the Facebook Live? Okay. Yeah, I mean, why not? Are you it's the director just, now, Oliver Stone? It's yeah. real life. I can set the lights <laughs> up, you know. And, okay. That's okay. Oh. Look, I want to say this. It's not your tip. This is not Vegas, okay? I'm not going to, to Vegas with my girlfriends or New York for the weekend. I am going to visit my cousins. So I'm getting away and to go spend time with them, which I love them so much. I'm close to them, Candace and Crystal. They're sisters. And, but... Understand, this is where they live. I'm coming to their homes. Good news is, this time you're flying instead of driving. Yeah, so I know. you won't have your car towed. I know that's already been talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figure that the money that we save on the towing, yes, is worth the, worth airfare. the airfare. Anyway, look, I just have to say this. I'm looking so forward to it. Coming up. Um, we're going to tell you like my girls weekend rules and these are mine. These oh, I didn't my, know you had rules. I have kind of rules to share with, with <laughs> ladies of the world. Isn't that the point of the girls weekend? There are no rules. We'll get to that. Don't uh, you worry. Probably one of those. What happens on the girls weekend? You want to write them for me, girls? Stays on the girls weekend. Anyway, I will say this. It's just about being with them. We grew up together. We're very close cousins, and we have a lot of fun. There's a lot of laughter and fun when we're together. Mm-hmm. But yet, the only time we really see each other, unless we make this sort of thing happen, yeah. is with you know holidays and family functions. And there's always so much, especially for women, to do with those, I find. you right. know, like We spent three hours together wrapping presents at Christmas and, and such. So... This is a chance for us, to, and I even told them, I was, I was sending some texts earlier this week, do not overplan. In fact, don't plan anything. I'll show up with basics. I can dress up or down. You know, let's not overplan. Mm. One of my favorite things is this, that the last time I was there, when we were getting ready to go out Saturday night, um, Candace knows me, and she knows my favorite. I mean, we're just getting ready, doing makeup and hair, and she puts on the hangover. Am I missing a tooth? <laughs> I can't. Oh. <laughs> my lateral incisor's it's gone. Which is no, my favorite movie. Not not predicting the rest of the yeah. weekend there, are you? No, it wasn't like that. My, my car had been towed the night before. Three things you need to know today. Number one, for the first time since Russia invaded Ukraine, the U.S. State Department has officially called out Russia for war crimes in Ukraine, including bombing shelters and apartment buildings and schools. The State Department says they're gathering evidence against uh, Vladimir Putin and Russia. And but at this point, it's like the U.N. is the one that has to say whether there will be some sort of trial. In other words, we declared it. Then what does the U.N. do with that? And can it be enforced? We'll see. Yeah. Number two, did you see that uh, Madeleine Albright passed away? Yeah, I did see that yesterday. I got the notification. First female secretary of state. She was 84 years old. She was actually credited with helping steer Europe out of the Cold War in the 90s. She knew a lot about the Soviet Union. She was born in Czechoslovakia, and she served four years under the Clinton administration. Mm -hmm. Quite an accomplished woman in our government. And number three, March Madness. Sweet 16 starts today. The NCAA men's basketball Sweet 16 rounds with 16 teams playing um, like Arkansas and Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga is the one everybody's, well, always. You know, yeah. And then Michigan taking on Villanova. That starts today. Three things to know today. Coming up, Jody has some Girls Weekend Getaway rules. Just three, since I'm going away soon. We'll see if you guys can handle these. Hmm. Coming up. Come hang out with us a little bit later today for another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. And by the way, if you ever miss anything, the full show goes up as a podcast every day, too, and it's free to subscribe to. Listen when you want to. Okay, you guys, are you ready for the girls' weekend rules? 
These are not rules that anyone laid down. Do they it's, apply to me? I don't. Do you ever need a weekend away? <laughs> no. It's funny. You're right. Sam's right about this. Context is everything. Girls' weekend rules could be like, what rules do I have to follow while you're gone on a girls' oh, no, weekend? No, 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 no. Or they could be how to make sure that it's a fun girls' weekend. Okay, I or, wrote these for me. These are I? my three rules. Are these like a goal? <laughs> let me just get to them. But actually, if I'm looking at it like this, it probably would. It does, I think, apply to any person who's doing a getaway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's gonna be a quick turn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm already yeah, when you're on a trip and you it's time to leave and you get sad. I'm already kind of sad about how quick it's gonna be because I get home Sunday night. Anyway, you got the phone number of a local lawyer just in case. I I don't need that. Oh, okay. You should have it from last. I don't time. think so. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, number one, no guilt allowed. Guilt about of what? About being gone. Okay. Yeah. About being the person in the family that everybody needs and calls their name constantly. I have a lot less of that. The children are older now. Our girls yes. are older now. Absolutely. Um, um, and I can always text you. Yeah, I used to, um, you know, I used to feel really guilty about being absent for a weekend. I think every mom, you know, feels that way with younger kids, of course. You know, yes. that's why you've, you've earned this place where you've gone by raising them. You, you, you deserve you, it. To it be is able to definitely. Go, and you, you know? no guilt allowed also just means it's not wrong to take time for yourself more often. That was my not resolution, but goal for this year is to just do more stuff with my friends, right. my girlfriends, especially trips, whatever it may be. And this is me doing that. So no guilt allowed is the number one. The number two rule, don't overmanage the situation from afar. I'm not going to tell you guys what to eat or where to go. Or I'm not going to give you the girl's schedule. You can talk to them about it and y'all can figure out your weekend. So as far like, as you're concerned, they don't exist. That's not what I said at all. I will check on everybody. Murphy first. Hey, girls, don't bother calling. <laughs> um, but do yourself that favor. Moms mm-hmm. especially, don't overmanage the situation from afar. That's not giving you a break, and it doesn't give the people you leave in charge, dads or caregivers, confidence. Like, you need to give well, them the confidence to do it. And I think that the spouse, you know, or significant other or whatever needs to do the same thing. You know what I mean? Totally. And, unless it's an emergency, let that person go have a good let time. Let them go. And let them go. Yeah. And number three, don't overplan. I'm looking forward to that spontaneous fun with them, which is my favorite thing in the world. So we'll see. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, though, Lee coming to you, 877-310-4MSJ. You know, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us, murphysamandjody.com, or you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, or the old-fashioned way, 877-310-4MSJ. Good morning, Lee. Good morning, Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Hey, Lee. Hey. And after 34 years, I finally figured out why my wife eats gummy sour patch worms uh, when we're traveling. Because she's anxious? It helps with her anxiety she, while I'm driving. Oh. Is that a is that a, you know, a comment on your driving? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Does, does she realize that's why she does it based on the findings of sucking on something sour? That now I know. That's funny. Hmm. You need to tell her about that. <laughs> when you said that, I'm like, really? I'm I like, know. Hmm. It's weird. It's been all over TikTok, and then there are professionals who've got inv- who got involved and said, yes, hmm. um, giving yourself something to chew or suck on that's sour, uh, it distracts your brain so that it can stop anxiety or a panic attack, or help at least. Hmm. Now I know. I know she goes through a whole pack when we're going through Atlanta. <laughs> So <laughs> well, cool. Great. Well, good to hear from you. Thank you, Lee. We appreciate the call. <laughs> the uh, 
The only problem I have with those kind of things, I love them, by the way. I what? Mean, the, you like the, uh, the Sour Patch sour Kids stuff? and all that? Yeah. But they wind up burning my tongue. Oh, that's right. I, I wind up with a, a crazy sensitive tongue after I eat those. Huh. And then it hurts to like drink water and other stuff afterwards. That's Am so I the only sweet. one who does that? <laughs> I can't eat those. Anything that's too sour, any of those sour and you're already you know, sour whatever, enough, those huh? Mind blowers or whatever. <laughs> I, I love I, them. I cannot touch them. Uh, you know what else? They make me bust into a sweat. <laughs> oh, they make really? my mouth yeah. crazy. Wow. Yeah, like, I start my forehead begins to sweat. What's that thing that happens when you? Is it called gleek? Like. There's just my mouth waters with oh, the them. Gleek thing, They're yeah. so powerful. Uh-huh. So I don't really like sour stuff, but I can do it. My mom said that gives her lockjaw. Oh, she always used to say it's power. Well, that's the the deal. There are people that have commented in the professional world that if you suffer from anxiety, even something close to a panic attack, pop in something that is so powerful, and sour usually works it over hot. That you and try to and suck on it, and mm. it can help. Hmm. So, who knows? Any help is good help, right? Especially if it's candy. <laughs> Here's what's trending Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up on Sunday night, maybe you heard about it on ABC, the Academy Awards. Oh, yeah. All right. And before, what happens before, Sam? Red carpet. That's right. So, the 360 when, cam. I love the 360 cam. Vanessa Hudgens has been added as one of the co-hosts for the Oscars red carpet show. Oh, cool. Something that Joan Rivers really gave us, right? She was the first woman to... I say when she kicked it up, but instead of just the, oh, look who's arriving, it's she talked to went them. into the clothes. She talked to them, and we we came up with the fashion. It's tricky business now, though, because some of these... Actors and actresses do not want to be asked about what they're wearing, and some of them do. That's rather there, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Vanessa Hudgens on the red carpet doing some work before the Academy Awards Sunday night. Look for that. I think she'll be good at this. Yeah. Um, here's something new from HBO Max, and I think that other services may do it already, but I wasn't aware. HBO Max is introducing a shuffle button with your favorite series. Hmm. So let's just say you feel like oh, watching cool. Big Bang Theory, but you don't know which episode. Uh, it's kind of like shuffle on a playlist. Yes, it is. Friends is on HBO Max, and that's fun. You just know yeah. you want to laugh, put it on, and tell it to shuffle, and it's oh, going to give cool. you one. And it's 45 shows. Yeah, everybody like, should do that. Um, 45 of their shows. I'm thinking Game of Thrones on shuffle. I could do that, too, only so far from HBO Max. Murphy, I'm going to let you in on a little secret this morning. Oh, What's God. that, Sam? Why? Your wife taught me a, a new word, added something to my vocab. Okay. It's the word ombre. Now, Wait. I know what you're thinking, probably <laughs> the same thing I'm thinking, that an ombre is a bad character. You know, yeah. like there's a Paul Newman movie from the 60s called it's, Ombre. It's so funny. When you drop something on Sam that he's never heard of before, he doubts you immediately because Sam is a smart fellow and knows it. And so you, and actually, Sam, you're the one of the people I go to. If if I don't know a word, I'm like, do you use this word? Have you seen it, this word? Is no, it, it an ombre a peer though, or is it a is it no, a bad person? An ombre is a person. H O M B R E. Right. However, Jody has another ombre. Do and and, and I used it on. I'm Sam. glad you said that because that hit, that's the hits the nail on the head. That's exactly what happens when you throw something at me that I don't know. You don't I'm trust like, it. Hmm. You don't. You don't trust me. Uh, yeah. Well, that's it. not you. It's people in general. I know. Because <clears throat> I'm smarter than most people. I've experienced this uh, so, so much working with you. This uh, is so funny. So I googled ombre. We O M B R E. Yeah, we right. were talking about a, uh, an artistic banner with some colors in it, and there's a blue and a yellow, and it's just like 
it switches it's from a, blue to yellow. It's a harsh switch. And I right. said, why don't we ombre this and let it be a better transition? And he looked at me like, Yeah. My, my head instantly went to six guns and cowboys. You know? yeah. like, huh? You've never said that at home. Well, I what know. What does it mean? Om- uh, it's ombre is O-M-B-R-E. Mm-hmm. It yeah. means shaded, blending of one color hue to another. I know huh. it because I'm a... Look, it's a salon term to women yeah, who women who who decide they want to have purple uh, okay. hair. They get an ombre where it's purple and then lavender and then light. It's ombre nails it's is a, a thing. It's a it's a color fade that's beautiful and easy on the eyes. Sounds fun, uh, f- uh, fancier than saying gradient, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Less, and maybe ombre nerdy too. And maybe yeah, yeah. Maybe ombre is a newer term that yeah. you wouldn't have heard since yeah. you've been cutting your own hair since 2020, oh, Sam, and you haven't no. been going to the well, spot. Well, we're, no. we're, we're talking about colors That's here. That's not a slam. <laughs> it's a fact. That's it's a salon beauty industry term, mm. I think. Ombre. All right. All right. Okay? Think about that next time you ha- say, "Have a seat, ombre." <laughs> <laughs> After all these years of cooking for Murphy, I found some a new way to cook something he loves. And I thought I'd share it with a you, Sam. A new way? Yes. Uh, one of the things we make most often is pork tenderloin. Yeah. So easy. It's really delicious. Slice it up. Boom. You yeah. always make it in the oven for mm. like 40 minutes based on the weight of the tenderloin. It's well, lean, so, too. So the other day, I had plans to leave the house, go to yoga. He was doing meetings, and I thought... I'm not going to be able to come home from yoga and make this in enough time. We'll be starving. What am I going to do? So what I did was <laughs> I put it in the oven at like 250. Ah, low. Slow and low. Low and slow. And guess what he said? You want to tell him? Oh, wow. It just comes out perfect Better. every time. But I mean, my grandma, I mean, my grandmother and my mom were always low and slow cooks. You know what I mean? They did roast uh, any meat mm. they so did. So this is not new. <laughs> no, no, no. I just think it's great. It's new it for is. me to cook something that, that, that two hours. Did you put anything on it, like barbecue sauce or anything? Or? It was marinated, yes. Mm. It was really good. But it was better because I cooked it for an, for two hours on low. Yeah. So and that's little, the new my, way. My Google timer reminded me to go turn the oven off when ah. it was done. Yeah.